right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode. Today, I'm here with Jason Kruger. He is a loan officer for Fairway Independent Mortgage, right? Yeah. And he's been doing this for a while. He's got tons of great info. He's a great asset to my business. And we're going to be talking about all the different loan types today. So, Jason, let's just start off and let's hear some some of your brain. Okay. It's a very big brain here. Um <laughs> So yeah, um, different type of financing that you'll look for when you're contacting your loan officer to purchase a home. Um, you've got conventional financing, FHA financing, uh, VA loans for veterans out there uh, where you can do 100% financing. Uh, then you have USDA loans as well, which is another 100% financing loan. Um, over and above that, you can parlay those loans with some potential down payment assistance for, uh, you don't even have to be a first time home buyer. A lot of those are, you know, income based and credit based as well. But yeah, those are the different types of loans that we do. I mean, if you get into construction loans, that's a different animal as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people look for to buy some land, those lot loans, but um, yeah, there's a lot of different options out there to to get people in homes. Okay. Let's start with like the zero down. So tell us a little bit about what a USDA loan is and what the VA loans are. Yeah. So uh, one of the benefits of of being a veteran uh, is you have the ability to to purchase a home with 100% financing without any kind of mortgage insurance that is Mm -hmm. typical on most loans. Uh, Regarding USDA, that that is very specific to the area that you're purchasing. Mm -hmm. So uh, the area where you live, you know, in uh, Wayne County here, it's uh, mostly USDA eligible. Mm -hmm. Uh, The big thing with that is it is an income-based program as well. Um, so you have to make sure that you qualify based off your income, credit score, and all those things. Okay. And that's the 0% down. Yep. 0% down. Truly 100% financing. Okay. So uh, very great program. Uh, both of those are phenomenal programs. Um, and uh, we definitely, when there's an opportunity to use that program, we will. Mm-hmm. It is a very competitive market right now. So some people are in between doing a conventional loan. They qualify for a conventional loan. Uh, they qualify for a USDA loan. Uh, USDA loans take a little longer as well, um, and it's a little cleaner on an appraisal standpoint. So you have to talk strategy with your real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And when you're presenting an offer, if you're in a multiple offer situation, sometimes you might have to go you know, into a conventional type loan where you, you have to put some money down right. uh, just to get your bid accepted. So it's right. a weird, weird uh, market we're in, seller's market. Um, so it's just a matter of, uh, you know, strategizing with your real estate agent Mm -hmm. to present your best offer right now uh, to get your offer the best chance of getting accepted. Mm -hmm. So I think recently I had someone choose between they had enough money where they could either put a down payment down or pay their closing costs. And it worked out for them to do the USDA and then their offer, they paid the closing costs and that worked out better in their favor in that situation. Um, So that was always, absolutely. That's, that's huge. This, you know, getting into the closing costs, piece as well. Um, I've been doing this for 12 years mm-hmm. and right now it's really important for you to try to get together as you're thinking about purchasing a home, um, start planning on potentially paying your own closing costs, yeah. uh, just to give you that advantage when you're, you're making an offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, not to scare anybody away. There's plenty of offers being accepted, mm-hmm. plenty of real estate moving right now, but yeah, it's a, it's an opportunity. And when people say, well, you're going to, I want the seller to pay your close, my closing costs. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, all that means is you're bumping up your offer, you know, at closing, they're going to pay your closing costs, but it's essentially a way for you to finance your closing costs in the house because you've raised your offer. For mm-hmm. example, if you purchased a hundred thousand dollar home mm-hmm. 
and you asked the seller to pay $3,000 towards your closing cost, and they accepted your offer, they would have also accepted an offer at $97,000 with no closing cost. Right. So not to get on the side track, you know, when it comes to that, but it's really important right now. I always tell people, you know, it'd be great if I could talk to everybody 90 days out, 120 days out before they go out and start looking with the real estate agent. Mm -hmm. So we can really iron out like expectations and what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we're actually going to do an episode here in a little bit about um, things that we wish you guys knew. So stay tuned for that one. Let's go ahead and move on and we'll just kind of bump it up to the three and a half percent down FHA loans and tell us what we can kind of expect with all that. Well, it's funny. A lot of first-time home buyers they call me and they say that they want to do an FHA loan because they're first first-time home buyer. Mm-hmm. They want to take advantage of that. Yes, they think okay. that it's a specific first-time yes, buyer loan. Yes, that's correct. And um, I'm going to kind of parlay this conversation with conventional financing as well. Okay. okay. So people will call me up. They'll say I want to do FHA loan because I want to put you know first-time first-time home buyer. I want to put three and a half percent down. Mm-hmm. And they might have an 800 credit score or 760 credit score. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people don't realize is you can do a 3% down conventional loan. Mm -hmm. So we have to determine what box you fit in. Okay. Now, FHA financing is a lot more lenient on credit scores. Okay. Okay. So um, it it is a great loan. Uh, It's a great opportunity for people to purchase a home that are freshly out of you know bankruptcy right now. You've got a two-year waiting period from the discharge date of your bankruptcy. So we're getting people into homes faster after they might have had a hardship that they've experienced. So yeah, that's a that's a great program. Do a ton of them. But yeah, it's not just, you know, if you're a first-time home buyer, don't think to yourself that, hey, I want to do a, an FHA loan. Um, or that you have to. Right? Or that you have to do that. Mm-hmm. You need to talk through with your loan officer and figure out if that's actually the best program for you. And I have people that call me sometimes that are, you know, misplaced into that program. They were pre-approved somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that particular lender didn't have a 3% down loan program. Maybe they didn't talk through it. Um but, uh, yeah, I would say that you have to make sure. Another thing, when you get into smaller price points and minimal down, um, you might have great credit and your profile might scream, hey, go conventional from a credit or an income standpoint. But mm-hmm. if you're lacking uh, the funds, FHA, you can get 6% of the purchase price towards your buyer's closing costs. So when you get into that $80,000 price point, mm-hmm. if you're only get going conventional and you're getting 3% from the seller because you're putting less than 10% down, it's just not enough money in seller contributions to cover your closing costs. So sometimes we have to go FHA just from an asset standpoint, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So then other thing with FHA, sometimes those ones take a little longer to close. I think that's something we should kind of give a heads up with. Um, and then talk a little bit about the repairs that can come up with those with appraisals. Yeah, and that's a uh, FHA is more stringent on the collateral, on that appraisal than a conventional loan. So that goes back to our original beginning of the conversation with presenting an offer. Mm-hmm. I would say from uh, the way Fairway is built, not that I'm here to you know talk about Fairway myself, but FHA loans, the biggest reason why they take longer is more times than not, the house has some issues that need to be fixed to meet FHA's minimum standards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chipping and peeling paint. 
that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, handrails. handrails, right? So you get into those are the ones you see. Uh, electrical, you're going to see some of the. Th- those are going to be flagged a lot more on mm-hmm. an FHA loan. So when that happens, uh, people always go, "What? Well, I, I can't finance it." I'm like, "No, that, at that point, you know." In your case, Caitlin's going to go back to the seller and they're going to let the seller know that, hey, to get this thing closed, we're going to have to get these repairs fixed. Mm -hmm. And then once those repairs are fixed, then that appraiser has to go back out and make sure that those repairs were completed according to the standards that FHA requires. So that's the biggest thing on our end is why we see FHA take longer is more from a reinspection standpoint. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes you get into the fact that, you know, the borrower's credit's a little more rough too. And, um, you know, so that, that could potentially make it last longer, but from a straight, Hey, if you got a great property and the borrowers on their game, we can knock those out at the same time as mm-hmm. a conventional loan. That's the way we're geared at fairway. But, uh, I know that's not the case everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some misconception too, that people think that an a, the appraisal will, an FHA will like pass or fail inspection that you just can't get through if it doesn't pass in there. No doubt about head. it. Yes. But you can work through those repairs and it can usually can end well most of the time. But yes. Yes. Um, of course it always doesn't, but they're most likely it will. Yeah, and, and one one big one is for FHA versus conventional is distance between septic and well. Mm-hmm. Like that could cause a property not to be able mm-hmm. to close. Okay. That's like happen. the that yeah, th- those are the the one offs that you run into. Mm-hmm with an FHA offer. And if the list agent does their job, they should, you know, prior to listing, um, they should know, Hey, maybe for this house, we should only be taking, you know, conventional or USDA or VA offers and FHA is off the plate, but more times than not, that's, that's not done ahead of time. Right. Okay. Let's just do a quick rundown of conventional loans. They're kind of the easy peasy ones, I guess. Not as much um, craziness to them, but. Yeah, it's funny though. There's a lot more moving parts with conventional loans. So for there's private mortgage insurance. If you don't have 20% down, okay, you can do the 3%, 5% down. People go, man, I hate that, Mm -hmm. that mortgage insurance. And I said, well, let me just spin this positive way. I'm not going to make you put 20% down now, right? Mm -hmm. So what is private mortgage insurance? That's insurance. It's a third party that insures the lender against losses, a portion of that loan. So if that borrower defaults on the loan, then we are covered for a percentage of that loan amount to reimburse us for any kind of losses we would have on there. Okay. Um, private mortgage insurance can be paid multiple ways. You can pay it monthly. It stays on there till you, you reach 78% equity in your house. Uh, if you put 5% down, it's typically around nine years. Okay. Um, you could pay it up front, a one-time fee at closing. And what does what is the benefit of that? And I, I run through this scenario with almost every single borrower. Mm-hmm. And the benefit for paying it up front is this going to allow you to pay less over the term. Okay. So okay. if you got great credit and you do a one-time PMI buyout up front, mm-hmm. it number one, lowers your payment, right? You're not paying that monthly premium. Right. Uh, number two, most of the time you're saving, you're cutting, it's about, you, you pay about double, at least double in mortgage insurance or two and a half times in mortgage insurance over the life of the loan until that mortgage insurance falls off. So that's why we'll go through that and say, hey, it's going to help you buy more house, keep you in budget, mm-hmm. okay, for more house because we're eliminating that monthly PMI. Mm-hmm. It's going to save you what you're paying in PMI over the term until that falls off. Uh, the biggest question that I was asked when we're going that route, uh, you know, as far as, hey, let's look at this. You're investing into your mortgage to save money. But how long are you going to plan on staying in this house? Mm-hmm. Typically, that 
time to recoup the upfront cost through the monthly savings is about four years. So if this is a shorter term, you know, scenario where you're going to be in this house for, you know, one, two, three years, mm-hmm. then that month, you know, that one time PMI buyout is, is probably not the route to go. Okay. The third would be a lender paid mortgage insurance premium. I see a lot of um, competitors on social media talking about, and they're not putting flyers out there because corporate wouldn't let them, but they keep talking about these low down payment, no PMI loans. Mm-hmm. What's well, not true that there's no PMI. What's happened in that scenario is the lender had bumped up the interest rate. So that mortgage insurance is really baked into that that uh, that mortgage, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so you're raising the interest rate, the mortgage raises insurance your payment. raises your payment. And that, like I said, it's 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 baked into that. So it's false advertisement to mm-hmm. say, hey, conventional an actual Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac product, conventional 3 percent, 5 percent down, no PMI, because the borrower is paying for it, but it's through the actual interest rate. So, um, I think that's some really good advice for some people that wouldn't know that. And I think I even learned a little bit about that today. That's why I came down here. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that you run into as well, uh, I've had a decent amount of this this year. Uh, when you get to that 20% threshold, mm-hmm. uh, there's something called for a conventional loan. There's something called an appraisal waiver. Okay. And people love this, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, appraisals are taken, you know, two to three weeks right now. Um, yeah, we do forever. advise the borrower that if we do get this waiver, that they will have to sign something just saying, hey, we're not guaranteed the, the you know, property value. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what we have, what the secondary market has on the data for your property in the surrounding area that it's comfortable doing this loan without mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's comfortable with the value uh, to not have to get an appraisal done. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, the borrower has to sign a disclosure saying, I understand you're not guaranteeing the mm-hmm. property value and I ex- am exercising my right to not get an appraisal done. Well, why do, why does somebody want to do that? Well, maybe it's a situation where the list agent's stubborn. They're not going to move off that you know, uh, price no matter what. Right. Uh, and also it's a savings bar gets to save, you know, money on versus paying for an appraisal up front. So I think I covered most of the gist. And, and like I said, in this market, you know, conventional offers are going to give you the best opportunity mm-hmm. right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. To get an offer accepted. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. All right. Well, I think that we pretty much covered everything that I wanted to talk about on this episode. So stay tuned with us because we've got a couple more episodes coming up with Jason. Um, We appreciate him so much for coming out today. And please like, share, subscribe, and let us know what else you want to hear. Thank you. Bye.